Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real Producers Live, DFW's Best Real Estate. I am Lyndon Wilson, the creator of The Difference. I'm going to be introducing Lance Donahoe, um, uh, Tarrant County Real Producers. He's going to be on in just a second. He is your host. Uh, I always drop in first just to tell everybody a little bit about what The Difference is about. We created The Difference. Um, as an entrepreneur, I created The Difference about two years ago to help small businesses connect uh, more deeply with the communities and with the businesses uh, that are serving those communities. And so what we want to be able to do is we want to have shows like this where we bring on the owners, the managers, um, the people that, that make these businesses work and let you see the human side of, of what they're doing. Today's going to be a great show because... Uh, uh, talking before the show, um, you're going to get to see how they impact the communities by who they hire, what they're doing within those businesses. They're not just um, a van going down the street with a logo on it. They're people just like you. Um, their kids go to Little League. They go to church. They're involved in the communities. And, and we want to be able to support those people that are doing so much to serve those communities. So um, Real Producers is uh, is a real estate magazine um, that Jordan Espeseth has uh, North DFW. He has Dallas and they have Tarrant County, he and Lance. And they do the same thing. They, they work to build relationships with people within the real estate community. They do an incredible job. And I'm happy today to bring in uh, my buddy Lance. Uh, what's going on, man? How you doing, Lennon? Man, great to be I'm here. Yeah, yeah, it is great to have you. Good to have you back. You do a, a show every month, and then uh, we do a collective show with with all three of you, which is always a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that, that is but, always a little bit rowdy. Yeah, it does. It gets rowdy, but uh, <laughs> you know, you guys are you guys are doing great um, with what you're doing. Love it. Really support it. Um, can't say thank you enough for being a part of the difference and letting me be you know a part of of real producers because I tell you what. Um, you guys have some rock stars. I mean, you have, when, when, when you say real producer, it's not just a title. These guys are, and women are making, not to be cheesy, but they're making the difference in the real estate industry, okay. you know, and it's so cool to hear those stories. And so um, happy to have you today. Yeah. Looking forward to getting to know more about your guests and letting them share their story too. Yeah. And we do have, I, I'm, I'm so excited about today because we have, Number one, uh, somebody that I have known for a long time and have such respect and love for, and uh, and that's Miss Sophie Tell Diaz, uh, and she was happened to be our first uh, feature, first cover feature on our first March issue of Tarrant Real Producer, and she's got just such a beautiful story that uh, has touched a lot of people. It's a conversation that I have pretty much every week about her. Uh, and, and so I'm so happy to just give her another chance to share that uh, because, you know, real producer, as you mentioned, we are all about this community. It, there are just some incredible people uh, and, and the vetted partners that they work with uh, that we get to bring together. And today's just kind of a little bit of a deeper dive into some of those discussions. And, uh, and of course, one of our fantastic partners, Tarrant Roofing, um, Brad Frost with Tarrant Roofing is our other guest. And you're welcome to go ahead and bring them on. I'm going to let them do an introduction of themselves. But Brad and Sophie have known each other for a long time. And I really believe they have made such a difference, again, pardon the, pardon the pun, uh, in each other's lives. Uh, but hey, Sophie. Hey, Brad. How you doing? Hey, Lance. How are you? I am great. Welcome. Welcome to Real Producers Live, DFW's Real Estate Best. And you guys truly are uh, DFW's real estate best. I mean, when people Thank you, Lance. when people hear the name Sophie Diaz, uh, I, I think there's a lot of things that come to mind, but you really have set the standard and raised the bar of professionalism in this industry. And, uh, and Tarrant Roofing, my gosh, you guys have built such an incredible business and really built it working with a lot of real estate professionals. So to, to help out people across this Metroplex and beyond now. You guys have really just done an incredible job. So I cannot wait for you to share your stories, but I want to give you guys just a minute and I'll start with Sophie to introduce yourselves a little bit and uh, and then uh, we'll kind of get into some conversations. I've got some questions for you. Well, thank you so much, Lance. And first of all, thank you for your wonderful comments. I really appreciate it and it means a lot to me. We've known each other for so many years, as you mentioned and that it's great to see where we are today. So in the early 2000, I moved to the US 
and uh, I landed in Collieville, Texas and uh, restarted my real estate career. I had been in the real estate industry in Europe and by moving to the US, my family moved here and we all moved here together, my husband and the kids. And so I decided to restart this career in Colleyville and specifically wanted to create something that was very tailored to each individual customer and have a little more of that worldly approach, which is our office and our real estate company. And uh, now we've been established in Colleyville since early, since about 2003. And uh, the other part of what we wanted to do is also do something to be able to be part of our community and give back to the community, which is where the other thing that's very dear to my heart, the backpacks for the homeless came together. And um, uh, it's, uh, I think now it's been five years since we've been able to do the backpacks and I'd love to uh, say a little more about it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would love to, I've got some great questions for you because I know Brad has a charity as well that, uh, and Tarrant Roofing is very passionate about. So that's a question I have for you both later, but um, Brad, how you doing buddy? Tell us, tell us a little bit, of, real quick. Uh, and I think for both of you, you both, when you were children, you grew up, uh, you, you dreamt of being a realtor, right? Sophie and Brad, a roofer, right? Is that <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would just go in the backyard and roof just for fun. <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, about yourself and kind of your journey here uh, with Tarrant Roofing. Okay. I, I've been with uh, Tarrant Roofing since 2014. Um, and started out uh, just as at the bottom of the totem pole, a sales salesperson that was uh, uh, trying to help people with their insurance claims and, and put roofs on. And I, I knew a little bit about roofing, but I certainly, you know, didn't have the experience. Uh, and I came to a, a company, Tarrant Roofing, like Tarrant Roofing, because of the training program that they had uh, and still have. And we've improved it over the last eight years. Um, and over the years, I became really good friends with uh, our owner, Danny Leverett, and I was his top sales guy for several years. And uh, I, I, I jokingly say that when Danny asked me to be the vice president, I said no, uh, because I was having so much fun working with realtors, uh, helping people with their insurance claims and, and, and making good money, more money than I'd ever made before. And I was enjoying it. And that's a difficult you know, combination to find, if, if not sometimes impossible. Uh, but obviously, I, I did accept the offer to take uh, the vice president position in 2019, and we've expanded our training program. Uh, we work uh, with realtors uh, almost all over the state of Texas. We're, we're excited that we're opening a San Antonio office uh, August 15th. Um, our office there is under construction now, and, and we've got the furniture coming in. So we've, we've, we've jumped into the pool, and we're just waiting to open that, uh, that office August 15th. Um, we've gone from when I started, I think Tarrant Roofing was about an $8 million a year company. Uh, and this year we're on target to do about 80 million. Wow. So we're, we're real excited about that. And we also, you know, we say that it's quality first, profit second. Um, and that's really, that's really what Tarrant Roofing does. We, the roofing industry itself doesn't have a great reputation. And so we're really trying to, and I believe have achieved a, a good reputation in an industry uh, that doesn't have the best reputation. Right. You know, I want to talk a little bit about that in a minute, but first off, I, you know, you guys have been, you were one of our first uh, roofing partners. So for those of you uh, that have not seen the, the latest edition of real producers, um, but uh, Tarrant, you guys are in all three of the Dallas publications. Uh, with your roofing company as well as your windows and siding. And I want to hear about that. And then I think you guys have a new service uh, that uh, that you guys are launching here pretty soon too, right? Yes, yeah, so we're real excited about that. We, we've been working uh, with the Texas Department of Insurance for the past three years uh, with an idea that we developed um, primarily for realtors, uh, but at the company is Tarrant Home Warranty Services. And we offer the traditional home warranty and Sophie can probably attest to this, but a lot of times sellers will offer a, a home warranty when they're selling their home so that the buyer, if a refrigerator or something like that breaks, um, that they can go to the home warranty and, and not have to come back to the seller about a, a broken refrigerator. Um, I know that when I bought my house, I had one of those on there. And what we kept seeing, Lance, were 
buyers that were nervous about a roof that had no warranty on it. It might be six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. And in Texas, roofs just don't last as long um, as they do in other parts of the country. So buyers are leery of any roof really over five years old. This product uh, allows the seller to offer a warranty to the buyer for the roof. And the way that works, Lance, is that if a seller wants to prepay their deductible with Tarrant Roofing, let's say it's $3,000, they can prepay that deductible to Tarrant Home Warranty Services and, when I, and we'll offer a warranty on that roof for $1. And then when there's a hailstorm in the near future or in the you know, not so near future, we apply that $3,000 towards their, their current deductible and then, then put on the new roof. Wow. It, the, the way we came up with that is that we had a lot of sellers that were willing to pay their deductible, but the roof just didn't really need to be replaced right now. Uh, my brother had a roof that was uh, an older roof and his concern was, well, as soon as a hailstorm comes along, I'm going to have to pay my deductible. And he's right. So this allows a seller to do two things to say, hey, let me prepay your deductible since I know you're going to have to replace one the next time we have a, a hailstorm. And it also gives you a warranty if there's a leak on the roof. Wow. You know, I know your uh, your owner, Danny Leverett, he's a friend of mine uh, and I know the mind of Danny Leverett. And, and I can imagine the uh, some of the. <laughs> the the conversations you guys have, um, just uh, brainstorming ideas. Uh, Danny has knocked on my door once or two, and we've gone for a walk talking about some of these things. Uh, I, I want to, in a little bit, I, I'd like for you to talk about your relationship with with your owner, Danny Leverett, because uh, he, he is kind of a force in this uh, in this industry. Uh, you know, I, mm -hmm. some people might call him a tidal wave. I say it's, he's a tide that raises all ships because he does good and has really set the standard on a lot of things. Um, but before we get into that relationship, I'd like to know a little bit about more about your and Sophie's relationship. Um, I know when I asked you who you wanted to invite on as a guest, the first thing uh, that you said was Sophie. And we've <laughs> known each other for a long time. And, uh, you know, this community of Real Producer is all about relationships. And it, it really comes down to, at I think at this level of professionalism, particularly where Sophie is with her peer group of the top 500 agents, you didn't get here with flaky relationships. Uh, you got here with solid people that you could count on that could take care of your clients. Um, so I'd like to know a little bit more about how you guys met and, uh, and you know, to, to borrow from Lyndon, the, the difference you guys have made in each other's businesses, careers, and, and lives even. Well, you know, we met again on a roof <laughs> a long time ago. It was a roof story. And it was, you know, that roofer that was different than, than everybody else. But the reason why I actually had, you know, got the opportunity to meet Brad is many years ago, I remember going to a training at Metrotex in Dallas. And at that training, Danny was there. And Danny is a huge personality, of course. And I loved how he was presenting. This is the type of report that we do with the roof. These are all the pictures. This is how it looked. This is going to be our assessment. And we're going to tell you whether it really needs to be replaced, just repaired, or you know what? That roof is just fine. Yeah, it's a little bit older, but you know what? It is what it is. So I've really enjoyed that very clear, clear and straightforward message. So when I came back to the Colleyville area and I had, you know, a roof issue, I thought, well, I'm going to call that guy. And so probably I was sent to Brad, met him personally at a property. And I just love that clear message on we're going to tell you exactly what it is. And I, I, I always equate it as are we pregnant or are we not? What's really going on? I don't I don't want a maybe. I don't want a well, let's see if we can get a roof just because someone is wanting to, to sell a roof. And those are kind of the stories that we hear regularly. And um, I knew exactly what was going on. And just the fact of being able to translate into pictures what someone couldn't get on the roof and see makes the buyer and the seller feel more at ease. So, you know, so that's how it happens. And I called him. I felt it was very clear. Uh, of course, uh, you know, 
Brad has a fabulous personality too. He's always able to not just enjoy talking to each other, but also communicating with the buyer or the seller. And, you know, from now on, it was, you know, me calling him all the time whenever I had the need. And, and now I'm really sad that he's in a VP position, but I'm very happy for him too. Yeah. <laughs> and I know now we have, we're using a tenor and he's fantastic too. So it's all goes with the training was Brad was talking about earlier. Yep, Brad, I will say I have seen uh, your presentation and whether it was Danny or Deshay uh, and any of your other fantastic uh, reps in other real estate offices, you guys do have a fantastic presentation and you have probably, probably you know, the best roof inspection report that I've seen. You make it so easy. I was just looking uh, on my phone. You have this great app uh, that, that you can literally schedule an inspection the same day. Um, but aside from that, um, working uh, candidly, working as a roofing company with roofers, I mean, with, uh, with realtors is tough because you get sent out on, uh, to inspect a roof that you, you probably never, ever are going to have a chance at putting a roof on. Right. Um, and, and so sometimes you, I know a lot of roofers have just gotten burnt out, um, marketing to, uh, the real estate community for that reason, but you guys really embraced it. And, and I'm assuming a lot of that came from relationships with somebody from like Sophie. Uh, so I kind of want to get into y'all's background and a little bit about uh, why you've kind of taken this approach towards uh, the real estate community. Yeah, I think Sophie and I actually met um, on a roof that uh, that was that had two different reports from two different uh, entities, whether it was a home inspector or another roofer, I, I don't recall. But a lot of times I was the person that was sent out when a roofer may say it needs to be replaced due to due to hail damage or age and maybe the home inspector said that the roof was fine and uh, a lot of times i would you know do reports with photos and my my goal was to get off the roof and be able to defend my report to another roofer to an insurance company to a buyer or a seller uh, or the real estate agents so i would tell a story and i would and i would take pictures um, and what happened was we started developing the trust of the realtors that if I told a story about what that condition of that roof actually was, um, it, it, you know, we say it is what it is. If there's enough hail damage that we're recommending that their insurance company take a look at it, then we're going to put that in the report. Um, and unfortunately, it's not an exact science, um, but if, you know, if we get 99 out of 100 right, uh, then we're certainly leading the pack on that. And so one of the reasons that I became vice president was to, to train more and more salespeople to do reports. And we don't just let anybody go out and look at a roof or a realtor um, because it's, it's just too important. If, if a buyer backs out of a, of a real estate transaction because I was wrong on a real estate report, I can't fix that. You know, that's, that's very difficult to, to put a Band-Aid back on that, try to put it back together when the buyer is already off looking at something else. So we know how important it is to Sophie and, and Sophie's agents that that report be accurate. And, you know, we certainly try to hit a hundred percent on those. And we feel like that other roofers may be out there to, just to try to get a roof. And that's such a short term uh, vision that we track our numbers and things like that. And it might be one out of eight, one out of 10 roofs, that we look at that we actually get to do, you know, get to do the roof. Um, but that's a numbers game. And we know it's an important uh, report for the realtors. You know, they always say the big three are heating and air uh, foundation and the roof. And if, if we can take that off the plate with an inspection or now with our new uh, Tarrant Home Warranty Services uh, prepaid deductible program, then that's something that we feel the realtors will continue to use us uh, for the long term. Yeah. Well, Go ahead, Sophie. You know, let, let me suggest something real quick, because actually, you know, just a little real life story, uh, life story and life story, both at the same time, just about last week or the week before last, we had um, two, not reports, but two estimates coming from roofers that, you know, I'm, I'm not familiar with their names. Uh, they were just coming with estimate instead of an actual report. So we asked Taryn to go take a look at the roof and Taryn came back and 
put their pictures and everything together and said, you know, you need to spend, you know, I think it was $1,000 to make those repairs and that's it. And the problem is at that point, the buyer is so excited about getting a new roof and they want to so believe those other roofers that did not even do an inspection, that just did an estimate, then if you don't have something really clear, um, they just keep, that buyer just keep wanting to not move forward. Well, the buyer actually ended up backing out of the deal because of the roof. We decided, the sellers decided to go ahead and do the repairs that the aren't roofing at, uh, I mean, you know, noted on the, on the inspection. And the buyer came back and goes, okay, that's fine. That's, you know what, we know Tarrant, we know they have a good reputation. So you followed what they said, you did what they said, we provided a copy of the invoice and we moved on to closing. So it's just one of those stories of, you know, they saved, they saved the deal. They made it happen and the buyer finally realized that it was not what was painted to them by the other companies. So reputation is everything. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah, I, I agree with Sophie. I mean, we, again, we have a pretty rigorous training program. Um, we have uh, months and months of training, not not days and days of training. Um, and that's even just to, to sell roofs and to, to visit with customers. Uh, really, our most seasoned em, uh, employees are the ones that deal with the realtors uh, because it, it it's so important that uh, not just that you, we do the report correctly, but also the communication uh, to both the buyer and the seller. Yeah, I, I've seen that firsthand and, and my team of inspectors um, has also seen you guys on site, um, even with the, the the buyer or the seller too. What And what's so, so impressive is there's not a hard sell. Uh, so you're not getting in the way of the transaction or, or you know, just adding another variable that, uh, you know, when somebody's buying that house, they've got enough to consider without just adding that. So you guys do such a good job, I think, of setting expectations and and then stepping back and letting folks do what they're going to do so um so impressive well let me ask you a couple other questions so sophie um of course you are our our first uh cover feature of uh, our march issue and um and actually i have uh, an even bigger version of that um oh wow version of that i've asked my wife if i could put this up somewhere but she says it's either this or my fair faucet poster. So I have to, <laughs> have to choose, but uh, um, I do have that for you if you don't already have one of those. Um, but uh, you had such a beautiful story, um, you know, around Colleyville and around uh, this area. Uh, you have a nickname, right? Do you, you want me to say it or do you want to say it? <laughs> I'll go ahead and have you say it. Okay. So Sophie's nickname <laughs> is the Swan. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, her lovely French accent. She 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 composes herself like a swan in a, Mo, in a Monet painting to me. You know, just there's an elegance and grace about what you do. Um, but below the surface, uh, your feet are paddling 90 miles to nothing. You are a hard, hardworking person with a beautiful team and a beautiful uh, office right downtown Colleyville. Um, but in the last uh, you know few years. Uh, while you've been building this beautiful team, you were you were experiencing a pretty significant uh, challenge yourself, and uh, and that in the in the story you share a lot about that. And I love what you say about real estate. Really, is it's just it was a it's a vehicle that allowed you to uh, to take care of some things in your life, but also to serve your community. And uh, I would love for you to kind of share that story about your charity, Backpacks for the Homeless and how you got uh, involved with that. So you know what they say, that life happens when you're busy making other plans. So I, I was working at my real estate career and I really did not know that there was a bigger purpose. And at the same time, uh, our son actually uh, had was hit with a, a mental health a brain disorder. And we went through many years of very, very difficult times while in the process of being able to get him diagnosed and having him on the right medication. Um, he had a time where he was homeless and we got very close to the homeless community in our area. And we realized that once you leave this, this beautiful bubble that we live in, there's a lot more that happens. So 
we started doing things completely not not specifically on purpose but thinking hey what can we do you know you kind of you react and then we started just buying for for a few homeless people here and there that we started to meet uh, and we thought oh you know i mean if you're moving around you're going to need a backpack well how about toiletry items how about snacks how about you know, basic warms, uh, blanket. So we just kind of started giving some of those to the people that we knew. And then we thought, well, you know what, there's, there's more than just a few people that we know. So five years ago, it was actually this year is our sixth year uh, that we're going to be putting the backpacks together. And we said, well, you know, let's just make it a purpose and also engage our community. We have wonderful clients, friends, other businesses that we can engage in this, in this putting together of the backpacks and getting all the items that we need. So let's make it happen. Uh, Walmart became a big, uh, a big supporter of the charity. Uh, we just kind of engage absolutely everybody that we could. And now we have a really nice list and we're about to start in uh, end of August, start collecting whether it's donations or whether it's items and putting together our backpacks and being able to deliver them sometimes in November. So it just started from something personal and the business helped us really funnel the uh, financial and the attention that we needed with the help of the community. Wow. You know, I, I love that in this community, the real producer community, it seems like people that have um, sort of, you know, realize a place in their business, they do look for ways to, to, to give back. It just seems to be the natural thing that happens with people uh, that uh, I think that are good hearted in this industry that have the servant's heart. And I know, Brad, that uh, Tarrant Roofing also has a, a, a charity that you are very fond of and very involved with. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with Six Stones? Yeah, Six Stones um, helps um, people that are are at home, maybe are, uh, that can't get out, um, elderly people, mentally ill people uh, with their homes uh, that just don't have the money to do it. And so they, they came to us. Our, our previous office was right around the corner from, from their office, and they... Um, we developed a relationship with them basically one roof at a time that they would they would come over and tell us the, the story about uh, maybe a, a widow that uh, needed a new roof it's leaking and she doesn't have insurance and and her home is about to be repossessed etc and danny would uh, you know danny levered our owner and president he's not big on on getting uh, personal credit he likes to give credit to tarrant roofing and because it's 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 a it's a team effort, and somebody will manage that job and order the materials and do all that. And we just got to the point where we're doing roofs for them regularly. I, I believe it's one one a month um, that we wow. do uh, for, for six stones. That's amazing. Well, and, uh, and and kudos to you guys. That's just so generous, and what an impact, uh, of course, that can have on the community. Uh, you mentioned Danny. Yeah, he is kind of behind the scenes. We did a feature on you guys, and he was very intentional about being in the background. In fact, there's a, a group photo, and he's, you know, like you can see a little piece of his head. He's like a snow leopard. You know, you just don't see him out in the wild too much. He's just kind of mythical. Um, tell us a little bit about your relationship with Danny, because he's an interesting guy, and I can imagine um, trying to keep up with that that uh, energy is is a challenge, uh, because uh, I, I've I've uh, I've been in the room with him and it is it's infectious uh and I, i'm sure sometimes you walk away feeling like you just kind of had your mind yeah danny I, I always tell danny and he hears it all the time that he could be a motivational speaker he's yeah. his energy is always at a hundred percent and and it's always about uh, other people not helping other people get to where they need to be um you know we Danny grew the company not by income and, and taking it home himself. He's reinvested in Tarrant Roofing every dollar uh, for years and years to get to the point where we are. And Danny's a guy that sees three steps, four steps ahead, of, in my opinion, of most other homeowners, I mean, uh, business owners. Um, and it's, it's that energy and motivation. It just, it drives people to, to, to want to do well. And again, he's, 
if he wanted to retire and become a motivational speaker, I think he would uh, would stay just as busy. And that's a big part of, of tent roofing is is helping people succeed in life, not just um, not just to, to have a big check every Friday, uh, but to 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 be a a, a good person. Um, you know, we all pitch in on the charity, for example. Um, when we have issues uh, as, a, as a large family, we, we have a group chat that has every single person in the company. And if there's an issue, I need this or I need that, three or four responses every time. Um, just come back and say, hey, what do you need? I'll be there. I need a bundle of shingles. I need a drip edge. Uh, it it's, sounds corny, but it really is. A, it's a big family. And, uh, you know, I, I said earlier, I, I joked about not wanting to be the vice president. And that's, that's actually a, a compliment. To the company itself because it's it's such a good place to work and i really didn't want to go outside of my uh comfort level and where i was and danny and i have become best friends over the past eight years and this december will be my eighth year um and we travel together our wives are friends and it's just it's they say you know you'll never work a day if you love your job and again that sounds corny but uh i love helping people uh, i can go to danny for anything um we have an open door policy. We, you know, other than this, this podcast, my door is always open <laughs> and, so, and so is Danny's. So our, our goal, and I think what separates us from, from other roofing companies is Danny does not put on roofs. He does not manage jobs. I don't, I don't sell. I don't manage. I don't, I don't put on jobs as well. Um, our job is to, we have a, a, about a hundred salespeople right now. That's prior to opening San Antonio. And our job is to have them be successful. So if I've got, we, our training program has gone from about a 20% uh, retention rate rate to about 85% over the, over the past two years. So, you know, and, and we were guilty of it as well, but a lot of companies, uh, and I always use the analogy of, of car sales that if you want to hire 10 salespeople, send them to the wolves. And if two survive, um, then that's your training program. And, you know, Tarrant Roofing did that four or five years ago. I think we were, we still had training, uh, but not like we do now. Uh, now we really keep them under our wing and keep them with seasoned salespeople who know what they're talking about, who can identify damage, identify a shingle. And then they're not out, you know, they're never really on their own because they can always come to me. But until they're they're a full blown salesperson now, it could be a year, eighteen months, and that that took a while to develop. But we can see the results that if we're hiring an eighty five percent retention ratio that used to be twenty five percent retention ratio, then then that's something that we're going to continue to to focus on, and we'd love it. Well, I, I love some things. You know what you're talking about too is. You guys are always refining your systems and processes to, to improve things for your people to kind of raise the raise the, the you know all again danny is a force he's like a uh a, a tidal wave but it, it is that that tide that raises all ships and the standards in this industry and sophie i think that's something that you've done as well um is raise the standard and some of that's through uh just who you are but also probably some of the systems and things that you do to support your team. Can, can you talk a little bit about that and your team? Yes. So, you know, in the real estate industry, it's kind of like, you know, what Brad was mentioning about, let's say, you know, the car sales industry, it's just, or, or in the sales industry, it's the ones who are the strongest will survive, the others won't make it. And I think in real estate, what happens is so many people get into real estate unprepared and do not realize what this business is truly about. We're not in the business of just literally just selling a home to someone or marketing a home. We're in the business of making sure that we're going to help someone with the biggest investment of their life. And this is a big step-by-step -step process and you have to be very well trained and you have to understand that each person is going to react differently. So the idea is you can never look at a real estate transaction with a dollar amount or a sign or dollar sign. That is always something that every time I interview an agent for our office and we have very few people and we keep the uh, 
agents that come in uh, to us, you know, I, with a, we are growing, but very slowly in order to make sure that we can prepare each one of those agents and that they have the philosophy that we have. So it takes a lot to be able to tell a potential buyer, you know what, I just want you to know this may not be the right home for you because in a down market, the big highway in the backyard could be an issue. And then sometimes the buyer comes back and says, yeah, but I love the kitchen. I completely understand. However, just keep in mind when the market may shift a little, then things may be different and the buyers may be looking at something else uh, for the attributes of the property. So training and understanding the what we're doing, we're here to serve people. And that's as long as you put that first and that you have the right training and the right understanding and you're in the right financial position, you can do it. Okay. So you both mentioned something, uh, and I think it's probably a common myth or a, a terrible association in some people's mind that you said about car sales um, in between real estate uh, realtors or at least agents, maybe not realtors, uh, and roofers that there is there are some myths. Um, and I would love you to, to just for a second, def without being defensive, defend your profession and, uh, you know, th those myths that you would like to debunk. And I'd like to start with you, Brad. What are, what are some of the, what's the biggest myth that you'd like to debunk about roofers? Um, what was about tarrant roofing? Yeah, about tarrant roofing, um, that it's the same, same thing that Sophie said, that it's all about money. Um, and, you know, we, we tell our salespeople uh, when they're new and when they're in training that at, at some point when it is not about the money anymore, you then you really are a tarrant roofing roofer. And it it sounds funny, but, you know, most people, when they start a new job, it, it is about the money. It's, you know, they don't go to work uh, just to, to make friends, you know, or to, to burn gasoline on the way to work. They're there to earn a living and, and provide for their family. Um, and that, that there's a fine line between that why you go to work and the product of your work. The product of your work can be satisfaction of providing income to your family. And what ends up happening is we get so busy with tent roofing and you get used to seeing an old roof that's leaking and, and you get a brand new roof on there and it might be a, you know, it could be a, like Sophie said, we don't really look at the dollar amount. It's, it's just the fact that we help somebody put on a new roof. You start getting the satisfaction out, out of that, then the money will come. Um, and I think, you know, tarrant roofing is, is stands out in my opinion in, in this industry where there's a lot of, uh, I'll say mom and pop shops um, that are, uh, which there's nothing wrong with that. But tarrant roofing is, is much, become much more corporate over the past five years to where you should get the same report from from Tanner or David or Ray or anybody else. Um, you're going to get the same product. Our installers, we have installers that have worked for us for eight to 10 years um, and they do a roof for us every day. And those guys have even said, so it's not even just the sales. Those guys have said how much they enjoy working for Tarrant Roofing because it's a steady, steady income. It's an honest income. And I, I think that's the biggest myth is that uh, roofers are uh, out there trying, just trying to get a new roof at any cost. And, and unfortunately, it's the, it's the few in the in the apple cart that, that that soil the rest of the reputation. So we work really hard to try to overcome that and separate ourselves from that. Sophie, uh, what would you say is one of the biggest myths of the real estate profession that you uh, have to overcome sometimes? Oh, you're muted. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I know that there's some background noise. Today seems to be yard day in the village at Colleyville, and there's three different people working, mowing the lawn and edging and everything. And of course, they've chosen this specific moment <laughs> to come over and do what's just surrounding our office. So I apologize for the background noise. Okay. So what I was mentioning is, you know, people think that we're here to just open doors. We have people that say, oh, no, no, I just need you to open the door. And there's, this is just the least of the things that we really, really do. Um, there are a lot of real estate agents, unfortunately, that are part-time, unprofessional, 
untrained, unfortunately. And that's why I wanted to create that, that very small, very um, well-trained team of professionals. Um, unfortunately, you know, would you go to the surgeon who only practices one surgery a year? Um, I know I don't want that. I would want to go to the surgeon that's professional, that's in and out of the surgery center all the time, and that is absolutely knowing what they do, and that's what they do best, and that's what the pros do. And it's the same thing in real estate. Uh, you have to do so many transactions to be able to really be at the top of the market, understand what's happening, be true, prof be a true professional, be extremely proficient. And this is a career. It's not a side job. And that's that thing. That's the biggest thing that very often the, the customer does not understand the difference. And they see a realtor coming in, opening a door for five minutes and getting that big check. Well, it takes a lot to getting to that to that end. And only we get to that if it was the right thing for our client. Right. Well, uh, I've always said Sophie should be teaching real estate etiquette courses. Um, at least to the Texas Real Estate Commission, if they ever required something like that, because you do operate at such a high level of professionalism. And, you know, in this, we've got a seller's market, right? That has a lot mm -hmm. of challenges. Uh, we're seeing some changes with inventory and things, but uh, what are some specific things, particularly for those potential clients that may be considering, you know, more of an iBuyer, um, you know, type of a program? How do you distinguish yourself? How do you make yourself relevant in this particular market? Are, are there any new strategies for both of you that you guys have had to adopt in kind of this post COVID and then we don't know what's going to happen next environment that we're operating in in real estate? Well, you know, we really don't know where the buyers are coming from whenever we put a property on the market, because that buyer could be someone that is a local buyer that drives by. So we have to have signage. It can be someone that's young tech professional that just likes to check on social media and be online. It can be someone that's going to just specifically be looking through their agents. So I think the, the main idea is we have to be everywhere in order to make sure that we're not going to be missed, but also that everything is prepared so the property shows to its best. So that's why we will have you know, we will stage a property, we will photograph the property appropriately, daytime, nighttime. We'll talk about maintenance with the owners of the property, which Brad comes into place at that point. If, you know, we hear that, well, the roof is that many years old, well, we may want to have someone come in and take a look at that so that we know now versus later if we have any kind of issues. So it, it's all about the making sure that we are prepared accordingly and of course that we are everywhere for people to be able to see us yeah, right. what do you see brad right are you seeing more um sellers do you know pre pre-listing inspections i know on the inspection side we see a lot of our clients doing that mm -hmm. but on the roofing side are you seeing them having that evaluated uh before they put the house on the market you know it's it's funny you say that it really depends on on the realtor and and sophie's right when you have the when you have the uh I hate to say part-time part-timer, but when you have the realtor that's only selling one or two a year, they're probably not. Um, but you know, Sophie's office, I know we, anytime they have a listing, we always like to, to have a, a pre-listing inspection so that we can kind of tell them what to expect. Um, and it also gives them a report that they can, that they can give to the buyer, which sometimes, you know, you can pair with a home inspection and may not have to have another roofer look at it because they know tenant roofing. Um, and yeah, that's that's very important. Well, it's all about the disclosure too, isn't it, Sophie, on the listing side? Um, because nobody likes those surprises after they've moved in, particularly when there's short option periods and multiple offers. Um, have you had any of those unusual experiences? Actually, let me ask you, what's the most uh, offers that you've had on one listing or in the shortest amount of time? I think we've had over 20 offers wow. and it was it was uh, just pretty much within a little bit more than a day. And you know what's interesting is, you know, we're talking before about, you know, things that people think and they say, oh, you know, this is a seller's market right now. I'll just stick a sign in the yard. 
Well, um, unfortunately, you just don't know which offer is going to really have the best terms. And if we have, if you have multiple offers on the table, you can kind of pick and choose. And you can also be able to, you're able to negotiate the best terms for yourself. And sometimes some people terms it's dollars. For some other people, it's convenience. So we see it sometimes where, you know, the seller is really happy to be able to have time to wait for their new home that's under construction right now and they're going to be able to lease back their property for you know 30 60 days uh, sometimes they just want to maximize that dollar amount because it's what they're looking at that bottom line that gives them the money to get into their next home so i think we're seeing a little bit of a little bit of everything but you know the that market with the multiple offer is um there's a lot of buyer remorse that takes place and it's important to know the contract very well to know what is the best uh, offer that will stay for the long term all the way until closing, not just to go through the option period and end up not, not working out. Lance, if I could follow up with something uh, sure. on your earlier question, what, what we really uh, try to get most of our realtors to do is to uh, let us you know, get the inspection request uh, once there's a contract. We do like the pre-listing uh, when we can, but what, what the most frustrating thing is when there's a 10-day option period, it takes three days for the home inspector to get out there, two days to get the report back, a day to look at it, and then we get a call on, on day six of the option period, day seven of the option period, because the home inspector called out the roof. What, what we would really prefer is to be called at the same time the home inspector is called if we did not do a, a pre-listing inspection. So that that's for, for any realtor that's listening, listening, you know, it's a, it's a free roof inspection. We do provide photos and, and tell a story is what we say, tell a story of what's, what's on the roof, that if we can get notice uh, notified earlier in that option period, whether it's 10 days or six days or seven days, we seem to get a lot of, of last day uh, inspection requests. And I always joke with the realtor that, that does that, that says, well, our option period's up tomorrow. I say, well, I can't believe you only had a one day option period. And of course they laugh and I say, well, no, you know, oh, no, it was a 10 day option period. I said, well, next time will you, will you call us on day one or two to, to come do this? So yeah. that's, that's one of the requests that I would have in, in what we see. And uh, over time we develop relationships with, with realtors. Um, then we, we, we ask them to do that and they start doing it. And it certainly improves the, the timeline. And you, you also have a lot of relationships with home inspection companies as well, just offering that to go out there, particularly those roofs that maybe uh, an inspector is not comfortable climbing on or it's inaccessible for them. Uh, you know, they have some restrictions yeah. and, and uh, may not have that same equipment or at least comfort level. I call it the pucker factor that, uh, um, <laughs> that a roofer might have. Uh, you know, so you, you offer that to home inspectors as well, don't you? We do. In fact, we have uh, probably a, a dozen to 15 in the Dallas-Fort Worth area uh, companies that uh, use us automatically. Uh, that just got to the point where they said, you know, we're requesting 75% of the roofs looked at, let's just make it 100. And so I know when I was in the field, there were, there were two that I worked with specifically that would just give me their schedule for the week. And I would they're usually there for four or five hours, you know, usually half a day. They'll do one in the morning, one in the afternoon, the home inspectors. So if we try, we try to make it by while they're there, that gives us a pretty good window. And uh, we develop, develop the relationship with them as well. So it's, it's, a, it's a good relationship to have with the home inspector because, like you said, we're, we're much more uh, practice, I guess, or much more, uh, you know, we get on a lot more roofs than the inspectors and know which roofs we can walk on. Uh, which roofs we can't. Um, you know, there's certain materials uh, that are not designed to walk on. You know, a, a clay tile roof, for example, you're not going to walk on that. We may need to use a hover or uh, just lean a ladder up, stay in the valley. So there's there's a lot of expertise that go into looking at a roof correctly. And once a home inspector realizes that and works with us on a few of them, uh, a lot of them has just have just said, can we have a can we have a partnership? Can we have a relationship? And look at every roof that we do. So. Yeah, that's that's been um, it's been exciting to see that develop over the last two or three years. And Lance, you mentioned something earlier talking about disclosure and the philosophy that I have is that 
if you have to ask yourself the question, it means that it has to be disclosed. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love that. And that's again, kind of like you're either pregnant or you're not, right? I, yes. I love yeah. how Sophie just kind of cuts to it. Hey, we've got about 10 minutes and I bet Lyndon is in the back here, just chomping at the bit with some great questions. Uh, <laughs> ah, how'd you know? How I just you know? I could feel it. I could sense it. Um, two things, Brad and I talked before the show and I want him to share a story um, because, you know, Lance, what we do with the difference is we want to humanize our small businesses in these communities, not just commercialize them. And we want people to understand that we're all just like everybody else. You know, um, we go to church together. Well, our kids play little league ball together. They go to school together and, and we all care about our communities. Um, I'm going to let Brad go after I talk to Sophie, because I love what you said about that once a year real estate transaction and your analogy with the surgeon. I have used something similar to that so often. I used to say, and I would get I would get a lot of heat for this, saying that there are um, hobby real estate agents, there are part-time real estate agents, there's professional real estate agents, and then there are elite professional real estate agents. And I got a lot of blowback for that. So I am so glad to hear your analogy of that because I don't think that the consumer really understands. Brad, you and I talked about this before sometimes, and that's why we want to do the difference. We want the consumer to understand how to pick the right person because if they pick the right person, the transactions are always going to go much, much better. So Sophie, thank you so much for, for sharing that analogy. Um, I thought it was awesome. I was sitting here cheering, doing cartwheels and everything else. I'm like, finally, Someone besides me has said that. Um, but Brad, if you would um, share the story you told me uh, before we got on the show about, you know, obviously you guys, one of the things so great about Tarrant is, is you're not just someone that runs around putting on roofs. You're, you're hiring the people in these communities and you're hiring a lot of them. And it's a great place to work. You talked about your retention, but I just right. want you to share that one story um, because it is, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, and obviously I'm, I'm not going to mention names, um, but you know one of the things that's that Danny and I just you know we'll we'll go have dinner together and just talk about how exciting it is to see a success story for somebody that was you know unemployed for three months, about to run out of money, and they they took a chance and came aboard with Tarrant Roofing. Uh, it's kind of like the real estate industry; it's it's a risk uh, to to get into a new industry you know, which is, is, is primarily commission driven, like, like real estate, and it can be rough. Um, so that 85% retention rate that we have now is, is such a success story out of its own. Um, but we see, you know, I could share with you 10 or 20 stories of just people who are with us on board right now, but we do have one gentleman um, that we found out was, was homeless and uh, was living out of his car and, and uh, didn't want anybody to know, didn't tell anybody. We found out, and uh, Danny's immediate response was get him into a, um, a extended stay hotel. And so we got him in, into that and made sure that, uh, that he was able to, uh, you know, to function and, and eat. And, and he is still with us today and is, is in training, but we are, we are watching him with uh, just excited to see a success story like that because that's, that's when it goes back to being, you know, not about just the money is uh, again i could tell you 10 or 20 stories and, and danny and i do talk about that on, on a weekly basis about look at so-and-so she was um you know unemployed for six months and couldn't find something did unemployment with this this whole covid transition uh i could just go on and on and tell you how it's destroyed people's lives in my opinion unnecessarily a lot of times and you know god put them uh to tarrant roofing and and you get out of it what you put into this job, just just like real estate. And 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 I'd also like to say, that, you know, I, I like the surgeon example as well, uh, Sophie, that I haven't heard that before, but I'm, I'm going to use it uh, probably <laughs> with your permission. But you, you know, can borrow it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really think people should ask, you know, how many how many homes have you sold? How many have you sold this year? Just like you should in roofing. Uh, Tarrant Roofing will do 300 and we're about 330 this month is what we have scheduled. Now that could change with rain and stuff like that, but we'll be do between 300 and 330 roofs just in the month of July. And that does not count 
uh, new construction and it does not count commercial. So uh, it's, it's similar to the real estate industry that unfortunately we have people that take off their drywall and siding magnet after, after there's a hailstorm and put on their roofing magnet. And, and the problem with that, and, and Lyndon, you and I spoke about this as well, is that unfortunately in roofing, you don't have to have a license in Texas. Um, you and I could start our own roofing company tomorrow, put on some roofs and then change our phone number, leaving the customer high and dry uh, with no warranty. And, you know, we always tell our people that if they're asking for money up front, uh, if they don't have uh, brick and mortar establishment, you know, could they really afford to do your roof correctly? Could they afford to fix it fix if, it. if right. something went wrong? Right. Could they replace the interior damage? You know, if they if they need money up front, how can they uh, really run a successful business? So, yeah. But, yeah, that story is, is something that uh, that. You know, I, we haven't told and I hope he doesn't mind me telling that story. But again, not mentioning his name. It's just it's a success story that that we like to that we like to see. Well, I thank you for sharing it. And I know that our audience, all the people that watch The Difference, love those type of stories because it does it, it does remind us that these businesses out there that are, are working hard to make a profit. There's nothing wrong with that are also just uh, normal, normal folks helping other folks as well. So uh, uh, kudos to you guys for that. Great job. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'd like to say, you know, back to even Sophie with her charity backpacks for the homeless. Uh, you know, it, it, I think she said something to me that stuck with me. Some of the people that that uh, that are in these situations, they're just like you and me. They just had something happen that just, you know, and, and we know that even in where I live in Colleyville and Sophie lives, some people are one paycheck away from being homeless. That's the mm -hmm. reality. And so it doesn't take that much. And so to be uh, to have a heart for that um, people in those situations. I just commend you both. This, is, this has been a total blast. Uh, I, I really uh, was excited about um, uh, this conversation because I knew it would be something of depth and content and I appreciate you both. You guys have been fantastic guests. You're total pros and uh, thank you for taking some time. And I'd like to ask, I know we've got some stuff scrolling at the bottom of the screen, but Sophie, what's the best way for our listeners and viewers to connect with you? You know, I would say the best thing is probably just call us. It's 817-952-9000 or just sofiteldiaz.com. It's easy to reach us. If you want any information, additional information about the backpacks, we'd love to get as much help as we can. And this is coming up next month. So please reach out to us. Fantastic. Brad? Lance, uh, for realtors primarily, we, we are having a lot of success with our app. Um, to, in, to input, um, you know, nine times out of 10, it's an inspection request. So uh, when, when they look, download our app, all they have to do is go in. It could be, I know, like roofing, it's not a nine to five job, is it, Sophie? So you could be a, a Sunday afternoon, uh, you know, uh, by the pool. And if you want to put that in, uh, in, in the app, uh, we will get that and notified and we will get out there. Um, primarily, if it's, if it's in the morning, uh, and this is Monday through Saturday, um, usually we get out there the same day and we'll have the report to you uh, either that night or first thing in the morning. So in the afternoon, we will attempt to get out there that same day, but the, it, pro it probably be the next day with the same day report. Right on. Well, thank you both for, uh, for, for joining us today on uh, Real Producers Live, DSW's Real Estate Best. You guys have been fantastic. And uh, for those of you that are, uh, are joining us, thank you for watching today. Uh, of course, this is live stream, but you can also find it. Lyndon, where else can they find uh, the podcast? Um, they can find the podcast on YouTube, Facebook. Um, you guys have a new podcast coming out. We'll get some more information on that as well. So that's going to be really exciting um, for everybody. We'll start running those scrolls with uh, the links for that. Um, but The Difference also has a podcast as well. But uh, I want to I want to send everybody to the Real Producers podcast because I'm really excited for them. I think you're already on Spotify. You're on Apple. If I'm right, um, Jenica's watching. I think she probably can correct me. But we'll have those link. We'll have those links uh, on our next show so that we'll start running those uh, each show so people know how to to uh, follow. All right, brother. Well, Lyndon, thank you so much. Uh, why don't you take us out? All right. Well, well, I want to thank everybody for being here, Brad. Great meeting you, Sophie. Great thank meeting you. you. I want to talk to you more about Thanks. the charity. Um, and thanks for being a part of the difference.
Thank you, for Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.